Romans chapter 10, where Paul is continuing to speak about Israel. Stay tuned. Hello, welcome back to our channel, Christ Be Known. I'm Teddy Stewart. And I'm Ron Stewart. Here we're going to be going through God's Word, dissecting the Scriptures, trying to gain a better understanding of what the Lord is saying to us through His Word, trying to find ways to apply that understanding to our lives, all in an effort to get to know Christ better and to be more Christ-like. So these are our thoughts of what the Holy Spirit said to us as we were doing our study in preparation for this. If you're new to the channel, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, a little bit about us, we're not experts in the Word, but we love to read and study the Word and to seek Christ more and to gain a better understanding. Um, if you'd like to use the same study journal that we're using, it'll be linked in the description box below. Alright, well, let's say a quick prayer and let's dig into this. Let's go. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for this opportunity that you've asked us to do. Father, we just pray that we would step out of the way and that it would be you that would be present here. You would use us as vessels, Lord. Lead us and guide us in our study. And everyone that's watching this, lead them and guide them in their study as well. Father, we just pray that you would speak to us all what it is you want us to hear. And Father, we just ask that seeds are planted, that seeds are watered, and that a harvest is brought forth. And it's in Jesus Christ's name that we ask all these things. Amen. Amen. Okay. So we are continuing our journey through Romans. We're starting chapter 10 now. Uh, this video is going to be verses 1 through 7, the first part of chapter 10. And you know, just kind of a quick overview, 9, 10, and 11, Paul is specifically talking about Israel. Now, it's, it still applies to us, but... You know, this section of Romans, he's dealing mm -hmm. with Israel in general. Um, and so 10 is just, you know, it falls off of 9 and, of course, 11, because people can count 9, 10, 11. 11 <laughs> uh, is the continuation of this. But anyway, you get a different view of Israel in general, the people, by going through this section of the Bible. Um, different perspective? Yeah. To, to, well, I do. You know, maybe I had a different perspective of them and going through this, I'm kind of like, wow, okay. Here we are thousands, hundreds, thousands of years later from the Old Testament from when they come out of Egypt mm -hmm. and they ain't changed much. Mm -hmm. They haven't changed much at all, you know. Um, so, uh, but anyway, let's just dig in right here. Chapter 10, verses 1 through 7 and let's see what Paul has to say and uh, we'll talk about it. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness have not submitted to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. For Moses writes about the righteousness which is of the law. The man who does those things shall live by them. But the righteousness of faith speaks in this way. 
Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is, to bring Christ down from above, or who will descend into the abyss, that is, to bring Christ up from the dead. Some pretty good statements made by Paul right there. I thought it was interesting because, you know, for at least I know chapter 9, maybe even part of chapter 8, it was kind of like we felt like he might have been turning a page, turning a corner. Because mm-hmm. um, the repetitiveness from the pre, you know the early chapters mm-hmm. had kind of slowed down. And the first thing that struck me when I read this section, it was like, okay, here we go. We're here going we, back to this. Here we go again. We're going back here to, you know, again. faith not works. Here we go again. <laughs> exactly. You know, but the, that, that speaks to... When I just mentioned, Israel hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yes, we think he's turned the page, but yet he still has to keep talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but yeah, I had, the same, I had the same thought when I went there and read, and I was like, here we go. We're going, we're going back to faith and work, the whole faith and works debate again. Yep. Yep. And you know it's an issue because he starts it off with, you know, I pray to God and my desire is that you would be saved. Mm-hmm. You know he he wants them to be saved, right? I mean, and and they they have a zeal for God. They're excited. They're running, you know, and mm-hmm. but they're doing it the wrong way. In verse two, where it says, "For I bear witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge." So to me, I mean, it's like okay, he wants them to have a zeal for God according to faith. Yes. Because I, so the way I process that is that if if I don't need faith if I already have the knowledge if I already know something or know something's gonna happen I don't need to have faith that it's gonna happen because I already know it's going to but it also could be as I mean you know he he trans, he goes into then talking about the law so I mean you know it could be talking about well they have they obviously have knowledge of the law. Right. Because they're still trying to fulfill the law. Right. So they know what they're trying to fulfill, but he doesn't want them to, you know, they're not supposed to do it that way. They're supposed to have the zeal for God through faith. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. That That's the way I read it. They're trying to do it with, I, I mean, I, do it with knowledge and not faith. Right. I was just yes. dissecting knowledge. Yes. Yes. They had the knowledge of the law. And so they're trying to do it. Which is where the repetitiveness starts to come back in. And you know, so it's, so far, I haven't come across this anywhere in the New Testament. But if they're, still try, if they're still trying to do it by the law, like the Old Testament, and they couldn't. Nobody can follow the mm-hmm. law perfectly. That was why they had the animal sacrifices. Right? You have your atonement, sin, atonement mm-hmm. for sin, all that stuff. Are they still trying to do that? You know, I, right. I, I I have not seen, and that doesn't mean it's not in here. Mm-hmm. If if you know where it's in there, please let us know, because I have not seen it yet. Um, I haven't looked for it either, but I don't remember anywhere where they talk about still doing animal sacrifices in the New Testament, but yet they're still trying to be saved by the law. Mm-hmm. That's so, a good point. Therefore, if you can't be saved by the law because you can't follow it. Yep. What are you doing to atone for it then? Part of, and I feel like they're just being stubborn as well. I mean, I don't... This is the way it's always been. It's the way it's always been. And I don't know how how hard they're trying to follow and be saved by the law. 
or if it's just that they're fighting against changing yeah. to being saved yeah. by faith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. It's just part of that comes from the fact that Israel knew the Messiah was coming, right? And I really think a lot of people here in this world today fall into the same trap, if you will. I'm going to call it a trap. I, it's to be called a trap. They have the same line of thinking. Even I have been guilty of this before. They believed that the Messiah was coming to save them from political oppression, uh-huh. not save them from going to hell. Mm-hmm. Because why? We, we, we sacrifice animals. That's how we're right with God. That's how we are righteousness happens. It's because we do bad, we go to the altar, we sacrifice, and mm-hmm. we're made good again. So this Messiah was coming to relieve them from the Roman oppression. And I, the why I said that is I think we have a lot of people, even today, and I, I've been guilty of this myself, as being like, okay, Lord, you know, hey, look, rid us of all these problems, rid us of terrorists, rid us of this, okay? Our government's trying to do this, this, you know, you know, and, and, and that's that's not what Jesus is here for. No. Jesus is here to save us yeah, from those, hell. Those things aren't going away until he comes back. Exactly. You know, but so anyway, my, back to my point is that's their mindset. This is how we get right with God. Yeah. And this is why we believe the Messiah is coming. Mm-hmm. And so they're just, they're, they're just slow to, for whatever reason, stubbornness or whatever, they're slow to change that and realize, no, your Messiah was here for you and your future eternity. Mm-hmm. Never once did he tell you, that's right, when a Messiah comes, the Romans are going to leave you alone forever. We're going to take care of them. No, that, 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 that was never talked about and it never happened. Yep. So that might be part of the reason why they were slow. I mean, you know, they just, they had the wrong idea. I've got my note here. Yeah, they're trying to be their own savior. Mm-hmm. By trying to, they're trying to do it themselves. You know, they're trying to make their own righteousness because they have not submitted to the righteousness of God. And that, that's, you know, I, I've never looked, wow, I've never looked at it that way. You know, I've heard, you know, submit to God, surrender to God and everything like that. I never realized that, okay, now wait a minute. I get God's righteousness by submitting to him, by trying not to do it on my own. I, I've never looked at it like that before. Yeah, yeah, I've got put put our trust in Christ. We cannot do it. Our righteousness is as filthy rags. Mm-hmm. We have to trust and put our faith in in Christ as our Savior. Well, and I, so um, verse 6 has a footnote where it says, Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven. That references back to um, Deuteronomy. Uh, Deuteronomy 30, verse 12, it starts with, It is not in heaven that you should say who will ascend into heaven for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it. Verse 13, nor is it beyond the sea that you should say, who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us that we may hear it and do it. In verse 14, but the word is very near you in your mouth and in your heart that you may do it. And so when I went and read that, it just, it hit me that, you know, we're supposed to have the word in our heart. Mm-hmm. Um and not, we shouldn't be seeking and waiting for someone else, you know, to go off and to bring it to us. Um, you know, kind of like, it's almost like they were waiting for someone else to, to do yeah. something for them. Right, right. Instead of them taking charge, taking control. And seeking. And, and seeking the Lord. It, you know, they were, they were waiting for something. 
Okay. Okay. Yes. And I'm glad you did because that right there, my, my next comment was going to be this right here kind of threw me for a loop. I did not. And I, I wish I'd have done what you did. I wish I'd have went and looked at the corresponding scriptures, went back to Deuteronomy and read that. Okay, but I did not do that. And, but now, now to me that what I'm making, how I'm making sense out of it is yes. Just what you said is they're waiting. Mm-hmm. But we are to seek. Mm-hmm. You 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 seek Christ. You find it if you seek. Yeah. If you're waiting on something to bring it to you, you're not seeking. Yeah. And I mean this that that Deuteronomy twelve through fourteen will actually lead into the next it, yes. the next video as well because yes. it's referenced in verses eight and nine also. Uh-huh. But um, I, to me, it was just a reminder of you know don't wait for Ron. You know, to go and and find an answer to something or to seek something and then bring it back to me. You know, with the knowledge. You know, it's it's almost like don't wait for someone else to go to the extra mile and to do something. Seek it for right. yourself. Um, you know, you yourself have to get into this book and 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 put this book in your heart. Sure. And once this book is you know in your heart and around your neck, you know it's much easier to go and and to seek. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, but if I'm sitting here waiting for you to read the Bible and tell me what it's all about, yeah. it's not it's not a good way to go about it. You know, and that's I know Paul's not simply talking about that stuff right here, but yes, to your to to your point, and it's another way to look at it. That's why you can't just go to church on Sundays and get a message. Mm-hmm. If you're not cracking this book open on your own by yourself, oh, you'll get little tidbits here and there. But you're not going to grow. Mm-hmm. You're not going to really get to know God. You're not going to build that relationship. Um, it requires us to seek. Yep. Um, seek the knowledge. Seek the wisdom. You know, seek His heart, and you do that by getting in the Word. And like I said, I know that's not exactly what Paul is talking about here, but it it kind of applies. It's the whole seek thing. Don't sit around and wait. Mm-hmm. They're sitting around and waiting on somebody to bring the Savior to them or, you know, whatever. No, you go go find the Savior. Go seek the Savior out. At least I, I hope that's what that part means. By what yeah. you read and by what I read, that that's what it speaks to me. Yeah, I mean, that that's what it spoke um, to me. I mean, it could, you know, speak millions of different things yes. to millions of different people. Yeah, that's, so please, if it says something different to you, please let us know. Yeah, we'd, we'd love know. to have a conversation. I mean, that's just not saying it's right or wrong. That's just yeah, what, it, that, you know. That, what, that's the way I read it. That's what was spoke you to know? me when I was yes. reading it. Um, yes. In my application is, you know, just to to read and study the Word, which goes in hand with what I just said, so that it's stored in our heart. Yep. Because we all know yep. that what comes out of our mouth comes from your heart. Yep. 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 Um, sure enough. So Sure enough. Just thought, it's just interesting that he went back to, you know, the repetitive works in faith. But it's almost like from a different angle. Right. Um, yeah, it, it, it's like, okay, these people ain't get it. I gotta try a different direction, mm-hmm. you know. Try a different method. Try a different direction. Yeah, or he's trying to not be insane. Obviously, that was a big issue, and mm-hmm. it's still a big issue in today's world. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> there are so many people you see online and stuff that they're trying to. Oh, you have to do this. You have to do. You have to. You have to. No, 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 no. The works mm-hmm. is a byproduct. 
of being saved. It's evidence of being mm-hmm. saved. It's what happens when you get saved. Yep. You don't do it to be saved. No. Um, but I, you know, there's still a lot of people out there that believe that it's you know Jesus plus. Mm-hmm. And I, I have seen a bunch of people contradict themselves. Oh yeah, you do this to be saved, but you got to do this. Now wait a minute, you just said this, and they, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. Well, it was inter- I was I was watching a, a thing earlier this morning, and uh, it was you know they the, they'd asked this person, he the one individual had made the comment, so I take it you're not a Christian, and the other person said, oh no, I'm a Christian, and they're like, okay, well, do you believe the Bible? And they're like, well, no, and they're like, then then how do you consider yourself? A-? So it just just blows me away at how you you said contradiction and that. Because it was fresh on my mind, wow. came to mind, and I was like, "Wow, wow, okay, wow, okay." Bold strategy, <laughs> right? Right. Okay. Bold strategy. Okay. So, yeah. well, we hope you all got something out of this first part of Romans ten. Uh, leave us any comments or questions that you might have. Um, you know, whatever spoke to you. Mm-hmm. You know. So that, that's what we're doing here is creating a community, studying yep. the Bible, growing together. Sh- sharing what the Spirit's saying to all of us. Uh, yes. We, we, I enjoy different perspectives. I mean, yeah. it's, it, can, it can shine light on stuff. So, our, our goal is not to sit up here and teach. No. Our goal is to create a community or, of other Bible study people where we're all discussing together what it's saying. And yeah. We're not look. teaching. We're not preaching. We're just discussing. Just like Paul. We get different perspectives. Mm-hmm. He's going at this from a different perspective, you know. Yep. Uh, so we all get different perspectives. But if you like what we're doing, if you like, if you want to, you know, join and be a part of this, or just you know, subscribe, hit that like button, share the video. You know, maybe somebody you know needs to see it. I don't know. Uh, maybe somebody you know has got more insight and can, they can see it and help us all out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, absolutely. Well, um, we like to remind ourselves, let our focus be that throughout this life, we live and die in a way that when we are thought of, it is Christ that is remembered. That's right. Christ be known. That's right. Let us pray. Yes. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for this day, Father. We thank you for the breath in our lungs, Father. And we just We just praise you, Father, for your grace and your mercy, um, for your love and compassion that we so do not deserve, you, but you so willingly give to us. Thank you, Lord. Father, we just thank you for the, the eyes to read your word and that you give us the mind to understand it and, and you deliver the Holy Spirit to us to Amen. process it and, and wrap it around our hearts. Father, we just pray that you would watch over us all, everyone watching and listening, and just guide us and protect us. Keep us safe, Father. And it's in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. See you guys next time.